Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I talk about the busy week of ministry we've had at FPC and our sermons in the series entitled Come Together. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching. Uh, this is uh, episode 105. Nice. Pretty sure it's nice, 105. Nice. I might be wrong about that. I'll check it after the fact. But it is, I think, 105. And it is for uh, those listening uh, during the week. Uh, this We actually record this typically on a Tuesday, Tuesday, which makes today, I don't know when people are listening to it, but for us, it's Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. Uh, and, and John is dressed in very... Valentine's <laughs> attire. Right yeah, even, even the, the socks. socks. I yeah, saw that saw earlier. Yeah. The game is very, uh, yeah. very uh, on point today from a Valentine's standpoint. Yeah, I got. I have two grandchildren in the building right now, and so is, uh, this, this is the this is kind of the making sure they see. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's you know that's important, and uh, the I always the the preschool staff they're all they always do a big big thing with Valentine's Day, which is a lot of fun. And it's been a, a we were just mentioning before hit hit record and, and we mentioned it in staff meeting too. Big couple of weeks here in the life of the yeah. church. Huge. We had uh like you you know, you use the term the weekend to end all weekends. Yeah. Right. So we had uh on Friday, Night to Shine Prom. Absolutely fabulous. That's probably what'd you say? Six months would it, would it be six months worth of planning, like pretty oh, intense planning? I mean, it's a year long intense, yeah, it's probably, a year long yeah, process, but yeah, it's a six yeah. months of intense planning. Yeah, probably uh, six months of really intense planning, uh, preceded by six months of debrief from the previous year, which automatically leads to kind of brainstorming for the the coming year. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at. And I way, I, I way undershot my, my, I said 500 people were in the building on, on fri- way, Friday way night. And you, found, you said this morning that that would have been the volunteers, yeah. not even all the volunteers, but yeah. there, there were 800, what'd you say, 801. Well, what we had registered, what we had registered in terms of volunteers and uh, guests. So that's, the volunteers include buddies. For those that don't know Night to Shine, it's, it's a prom for folks with special needs, uh, adults and teenagers with special needs, and they are matched up with a, what we call a buddy. So it's one-to-one. And then there are, you know, uh, hundreds, literally, I was going to yeah. say scores, but that's way undershooting, of support volunteers. So people that, you know, do the food and crowns and paparazzi, which take pictures up and down the red, red carpet. So we had 801 as of the Wednesday yeah. before that is registered. Now, I don't know how many show up, check in, things like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that. I, I, I'll get that number sometime. And that's not on. counting all the, all of the, I mean, there's a whole po- walls of postings of all those who sponsored people yeah, who yeah, made, does the, not, made that, the thing. Yeah, they donated does, things, donated yeah, food, donated doesn't money. Count that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It does not count that. And we had probably, and, and you were right. I mean, it is, uh, it was bigger than three years ago. The last time we were able to do this in person was 2020, um, February, uh, 2020. And that was the last really big event that we hosted as a church before COVID shut everything down. And, and in the last couple of, I mean, last year we thought we were going to get to do it in person. And then they, they made the call not to do it in person, which was a big disappointment. 
but it made this year all the sweeter. And yeah. you got to you got to be a buddy this year. I was a buddy this year. Yeah, that yeah. was, was really special for me because uh, when you're a buddy, you get to you get to see the night to shine event from the inside. That's like right. You you experienced. I was in the karaoke rooms. Yeah. I was on the dance floor. I was walking down the red carpet. It, it's 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 quite a quite an experience. And you were and you had just come on in 2020. You were yeah, it was brand new. You were brand new, and you kind of were a respite room kind of observer. Yeah, sort of that thing. was yeah. my night to. That was my first one was the night to kind of take in all the yeah. spaces. Uh, yeah. And that's something when you're a buddy, you don't get to see the parents. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not true because I could see them. In the you glass. Can see them in the glass. Over, yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. overlooking the yeah. dance dance yeah. uh, dance hall. In fact, my my buddy was my cousin, and um, and and her parents were up, and I could see them, and we were waving to each oh, other. So that's that was so nice. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, it was a huge event, though. It was, a, it was such a special event, mm-hmm. and they they had thirty thirty person limousine. You know, basically basically a party, party bus. bus. Yeah, party yeah. buses. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, and I, those are things I don't get to see. I, I I mean, I my my role is very limited spatially, so I'm in one space pretty much the whole night. And, uh, you know, it's a fun space. I'll tell you, there's... I, and you did a great job, there's too. There's no... Being no, the DJ for, you know, yeah. for a group of, you know, 300 people is... Uh, what is it? No it's, no, it's like 400 people, right? Yeah, it's probably about 400 people. Now, you know, the people rotate in and out. That's when they say... I, you know, I saw how big, how many people were in the in the dance hall, you know, area. And I was thinking, oh, man, you know, the karaoke must not be that full. And then I heard, no, 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 it was packed. I was like, oh, that's how many people we had. Because I... Visually, for me, I, the only way I really could see that how big the event was was either with the dance hall or in the i do the the we do a pre uh pre event prayer time with the volunteers mm-hmm. that can get in there about an hour before the first guests are kind of registered about 4 30 4 45 and i could tell that was the lo- most volunteers yeah, I've ever seen in that room. Those listening online, if you if you follow us on social media, they we posted the picture with it's yeah. got Zach in the foreground and, and you know, <laughs> 300, 300 people in the background. Yeah, that's my selfie. I we do. I started doing that the first year, and I've, we've done it every year since then. And uh, and and I, I so the very first year we had it here, I kind of did that roving thing like what you did because we were co-hosting with another church, mm-hmm. and so it was our first year. Um, and that was the year I was like, I could do a better job DJing than the guy that did. And I'm cheaper too, cause I'm free. Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, so I, then I had a, I've had a job for life there, but I, I've only gotten to see that vantage point, but man, what a vantage point that is. Well, you know, we should, we should get you rotating at some point. We got to get you. Now, with, now that Caleb is your, your little mini me is Caleb in there. His son, his saying came in as, 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 as an assistant, assistant yeah. and then maybe you can do a little bit of roaming while Caleb takes over next yeah. year. Yeah, I did. You know, the funny part, so uh, just a quick, quick, uh, quick story. I, I haven't told you this story actually, John, so you're going to be hearing this for the first time. So typically we start playing music. I start playing music pretty much right after the the get the volunteers leave, right? Mm-hmm. I have a whole I have four and a half hours worth of music planned. Then I have a whole nother set of like requests that come in. So typically I've been behind that booth or in that booth area from basically four thirty all the way till roughly nine thirty, ten o'clock, mm-hmm. um, until I've, everything's broken down and I've I've taken it out. Well this year Caleb was assisting me. So after we did the the, the volunteer thing, I actually was like, I, I, I told Caleb, I was like, Caleb, I, you know, you know how to kind of do this. There's nobody really, only a handful of volunteers kind of waiting around. It's like, just practice, you know, just start playing around with it. Um, and, and, uh, but he, so he didn't, I, I'd been telling him what song to play next and then he'll try, he'll play next. So I walked off and uh, was getting a water and I was going to see the, the registration area. And one of our special needs, uh, our guests from shine on was there. 
and uh, he's a sweet kid um, who I've gotten to know pretty well over the last several years, and uh, just love this guy. And um, he had a bow tie um, that his mom could not get. It was a, a real tie. It was like real bow tie. Yeah, you nice. Know, we, we talked about uh, yeah, this. Yeah. And he just beelines. He says, Pastor Zach, can you help me tie this tie? And I'm like, a bow tie. One, a regular tie is easy yeah. to tie for someone else. You tie it on yourself. Just thinking the same thing. Tying a bow tie on someone else Tying is a Tying a bow tie on anybody. But I'm like, you know what? I'm staying here until this tie is tied. <laughs> and we did it. I mean, I, I I know how to tie a bow tie, but it was... Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, but it was, it was, it was a head scratcher, but just to be in that moment and his mom comes in and, and, and sees me tying the thing. And I got it. I was like, yeah, but during the middle of that whole thing, Caleb is texting me, what song next? I don't know what to do. I was like, just pick something, just anything you want. Yeah. Uh, but it gave me the opportunity to have that kind of little moment right before the, the event. And remember, I'm glad you said that. Cause, cause that, I mean, the whole reason we do this, I know we're gonna, we're talking about the rest of the weekend and how busy this busy this season has been for us. But the whole reason we do this is because that was a that was a, a shine on kid. You, you said yep. you were tying a bow tie. Yeah. You know what that that little message of Pastor Zach tying a bow tie, helping him have get, be prepared for the for the the best night of his of his life, is sending that the nonverbal on that is huge. The well, non-verbal. it was for me too because I you know again I I see in mass the mm-hmm. event right and i don't I, I one of the things i've always lamented is not to have like the one-on-one connection with yeah. with the with with the the guests and that was like it was a god wink you know we call them those god winks where god says just remember this is why you're doing this yeah. and that was it. and you told the story in staff meeting about your your cousin and and everything that she was going through leading up and how vulnerable but then to see she just came out of her shell the transformation yeah, yeah. Just in that, not moment. completely out of her shell. She's still so, somewhat reserved and shy, uh, but she she definitely had a transformation experience. She did. She had her ears plugged early on because it was too loud, too loud, and didn't want to have the cheering. Didn't and they didn't cheer. They were great. They didn't. They just did the sh- shaking hands, the waving the fingers, silent cheer, the silent, silent cheer. cheer yeah. And as she walked down the uh, the red carpet, but she had. Um, and I talked to her mom afterwards. She had just. She had a great time. Yeah. I should see her this weekend too, mm-hmm. um, with her grandmother's funeral, uh, my cousin, other cousin's funeral. Um, but uh, but you know uh, she had a good she had a great time and she yeah. got her buddies there so that was a great great night and it's such a great thing we were making sure that our yeah. special needs friends know that they are loved and they are valued and that they are purpose they're treasured all of that and I think we communicate that in, absolutely in, in, a, in a big way of course we had I, mean, I had my my Jack our uh, five, now five year old his birthday party is at Bonnet Springs Park oh and wow so we had that on Saturday and then uh, and then on s- Sunday you know with worship congregational, congregational meeting, meeting and then daddy daughter dance was that afternoon which is huge which was which was huge not 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 in size the same way as like a, a night to shine uh, but I you know I so this was this the first one that you had been yes. to. So you took your granddaughters. Yes, your daughter was taking pictures. Daughter, so I, I, my daughter, my daughter and I danced. Oh, we did we did the Cupid Shuffle good, out there with, with you. Good, we, we danced, good, uh, good. and uh, and then my granddaughters. Uh, were oh, there. that was sweet. That's great. Well, that, I, so that was I, great to see you and Hannah, and you were off duty too. You were, I was you, off duty. And you got to just experience being a dad with his daughter. And and I'll tell you, I I. Looking around at some of the other dads, and this is where you you've experienced this. You're a little bit older than I am, but this these are the years where I'm starting to look, and I, I'm because I've been here. This is I'm coming on ten years uh, in August. I'll have been here, and and Hanny's 
not even 10. So we got here. She was three months old. Uh, Her first daddy-daughter dance, she was eight months old. uh, So she was not even walking. So that first daddy-daughter dance, I was just holding her the whole time. And, And then looking around and seeing... You know, like Brant Merritt, his daughter's the same age as my daughter, and and Brian Morgan, his daughter's the same age as my daughter, and and uh, and Danny Rodriguez's oldest daughter's the same age as my daughter, and all of us have been there every year. Ten years ago, we were all kind of carrying our daughters yeah. in and and watch. I mean, every year I've got you know, it's one of the great things about te- about technology. I've talked about this in sermons before how God will use something to remind us. And we talked about this in staff meeting and we'll, I want to touch base on it in a second, but the, 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 the memories that pop up on my phone, uh, you know, on a given date. And so I've had all these daddy daughter pictures from previous years popping up on my phone and just reminding me of God's grace and provision through all that. And yeah. what a, what a, you know, what a, a, a tremendous blessing that is. And then, of course, there's, Sunday. There's a, gr- there's a great solidarity of dads there. That, well, that they, really one thing that we all have in common, well, and granddads in my yeah. case, um, or dads, I was with Lauren too, is that one thing we all have in common is that we're committed to our children. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was so beautiful. I I, I, I always go, when, when we've had Night to Shine and Daddy Daughter Dance are always within a week. Sometimes it's the week before Daddy Daughter Dance is the week before. Sometimes it's the week, it's the day after. I'm always pretty tired, but I always get so much energy from being around uh, Hanny and 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 we do a we do a little date afterwards. Uh, some some people. Oh, was a, uh, I forgot about it. it was Super Bowl. So it was also Super, was Super Bowl. Bowl so it was a little bit of a timing issue. We were like, <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, my daughter is a a very easy uh, date. She just wanted to go to McDonald's and get an ice cream cone. <laughs> hey, big spender. So uh, so we just sat and had ice cream, and That's we great. were able to make it for kickoff, which was uh, for us. Did you have rooting interest? John in the Super Bowl. A rooting interest? No, yeah, yeah. no. I, I, I got, I got what I hoped for, which is a good game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my rooting interest was for the Eagles, uh, not because I have any care about Philadelphia other than it's just a cool city. But yeah, Jalen Hurts. There's four Alabama players yeah, on, yeah. Uh, three on offense, starters on offense for for the uh, for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and Landon Dickerson, um, all on the offense. And the offense played. Great. Lights out. Yeah. Defense had some issues, yeah. uh, especially in the second half. It's but funny because it was, it was a good game. Our evaluation of which team we, we like is based on similar interests. Totally so, based on yeah. the, the college. You got your, 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 your Alabama players on there, and we got the Gator players. I think that Alabama and Florida probably had about the same number of players. We had seven or eight mm-hmm. playing between the two teams. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's fun for us to watch a game that we don't really care about i mean i i I would have loved it for for people that know the story about jalen hurts and all that he went through to be mvp runner-up and now super bowl runner i i wanted him to win because he's just a solid solid example um good faith journey um good commitment to team and christ and I, i love that story and to see that come full circle um, for people that don't know that story, you should look it up. It's if you're not an Alabama fan, you'll still love it. Um, <laughs> but it was really good. And then of course today's Valentine's Day, so you got it's big. big pl- you got big plans? No, no, we're not. We're, uh, Elizabeth is going to be out in the. Uh, she's our, our two year old granddaughter's out here, and there's a thing they do at lunchtime. And yeah, Seal's going to do that. I'm not even sure if I'm going to be there. I might go over to yeah. another event going on downtown. So no, other than that, nothing. Yeah. You uh, same here. Yeah, our our, our 
our anniversaries in January coming off of, of Christmas. So we have Christmas anniversary. Valentine's Day usually gets, I mean, we sometimes we'll do a little something, but we never go off big. Um, and this year, especially, we, we've had so many things happening in and around our house with home repairs and things coming off of Hurricane Ian. Yeah. Yeah, the funny thing is we don't, we 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 made sure not to schedule any meetings tonight. Yeah, just but in most, case. Most people I talk to who would be at those meetings also have no plans. Have so, no plans. We just want to make sure that the spouses of those who they would be could. in the meeting, yeah, they, they want to make sure they have the option. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, it's it, it's uh, it's it's a good it's a good it's been a busy busy week. Yes. And a good but a good week and and uh, glad to be on this side. Another thing too. The, the amount of prayer that goes into something like Night to Shine uh, is what, you know, you said it in your sermon this week. Uh, there, there, there's the power of God is released with the prayers of the people. And I think we see some of that. You, yeah, you said the same thing. Greater power is greater power when, when the people of God pray together. Yeah, and, and, I, and I wonder, you know, we, you mentioned this and you ask uh, the folks in the in staff meeting to consider this. Uh, there's a story coming out of uh, Asbury Seminary, Methodist Seminary mm, in Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. where there's this gigantic – Revival amongst a seminary, which is when I think about it, it's like a, a revival at a seminary. That's kind of interesting, but yeah. it's, uh, it's but the students, the faculty, yeah. professors, administration, yeah. guests. I mean, all yeah. these people are from are going on, and for now seven days. I don't yeah. know that it's ended still. So it's been going. Yeah, reports yesterday were still going. Wow, wow, twenty four hours a day, and I, and and that and. You, you and I and the staff, we were sharing about some of the times where we've experienced some of that. I don't, you've never been a part of a seven-day revival, have you ever been no, you know, no, that no, big no, before? No, nothing like that. Yeah. But you were mentioning some of the the, the moments where you have experienced yeah. that kind of uh, Yeah, worship journey. and prayer, um, worship and prayer types of moments. Uh, and and that, I mentioned one of them where I— it was a it was a on a on a mission trip and we were doing the second the night second the last night and we had a worship service that just we were supposed to do a, a song or two wrap it up and and, and move yeah. on but it just kept going and I had I had like you like you for night to shine I had a playlist that was a mile long and so we just it kept going they kept singing they kept you know, worshiping mm-hmm. and it's just you know you can, when you know that God is in the, up to something in that moment you don't want to stop and yeah. we didn't. Yeah. So we were as an hour and a half later before we finished. You know, it got me thinking when we were talking in the staff meeting. I, I was sharing times in, in similar situations and mission trips and uh, in worship experiences, large groups. But 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 it, it is funny how so. And I would I would go on to say probably every instance of you know the Holy Spirit's movement revival, however it, it looks or feels, it 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 is either. Well, and I'd say probably both and preceded by an intense time of prayer and or leads to an intense time mm-hmm. of prayer, you know, because the idea is that God is bringing you into a very intimate communion yeah. with him. But I think the powerful part is, is in the presence of other people. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree uh, with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can think of several times, too, again, stories I didn't tell, but being in a group of people and praying for something, I mean, just with just great fervent mm-hmm. prayer, prayers. And, uh, and, and it was that. It was, there, it might have not, not, might not have been the revival that, like, that's going on in Kentucky right now or the revivals that we talked about in staff this morning, but there was definitely the same, the, what was the same about it was in all of these experiences, including all the great revivals, the great awakenings in our own you know, country, anytime there's been a powerful experience of God in the midst of people, mm-hmm. there has been a sense, there's been a, an awareness on the part of the people 
that God was there. Yeah. Uh, the the language that I read about the the uh, Asbury University is that there's a the Holy Spirit was palpable. Mm. His presence was palpable, and mm-hmm. so that, that that I can think of a number of prayer times where you know that we were not alone. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that that God was re- revealing Himself in powerful ways. Yeah, it's great. So as we're, we're as we're unpacking this concept of communal prayer on Sunday, yeah. uh, we it was interesting listening to your sermon uh, today. Uh, you were actually in a fifteen. Yes. Did you go back and watch the recording? I didn't. Okay. Yeah, it was different. Uh, it was not radically different, but there were some differences, and I'll point out a couple of them. Uh, but but the, the the interesting part. This is one of those weeks where you and I uh, said some similar things, but we really, I think, you take the whole uh, because when we're talking about the concept of communal prayer. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the the subject matter is in the and we both talked about this scripture and communal prayer. I mean, we could go and we are. We're going to have a whole series on prayer. We will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but we could go a lot of different directions. And so this week, I think uh, especially your message tied into really the the power and the effects of communal prayer. Yes, and mine really talked about the again the power, but then the 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 you know the the specific type and the content of communal prayer. So you have one side is like yeah, content you had the, and your, types. your help help uh, Thanksgiving and wow yeah that was it, your framework yeah. yeah I was using a book by Anne, Anne Lamont, Lamont who's yeah. not uh, at all an Orthodox Christian. She's a Christian but not Orthodox. But uh, the book is still pretty uh, pretty significant. She's a recovering addict and and so there's some there's some rawness to that. But I and I wasn't I didn't quote anything she said in the book although there were a couple of that I could have done. But but it was interesting. So going to yours, you you really dived into the witness in the book of Acts and how often the prayer thing. And I loved how you even admitted that in your own reading of the book of Acts, sometimes you would miss the prayer aspect of yeah. it. Right, because oh, you yeah. talked about oh, the, the, the Act Six moment, well, yeah, like the, yeah, the, the the calling of the deacons yeah. versus the the calling of the apostles, yeah, and how you, and I I did the same thing when you said it, I was like. Man, I'd probably do the exact same thing. Yeah. I, the ministry of the word is what we—that the apostles were devoted to the ministry of the word. But it's not that. It's it's ministry. It's prayer, prayer and first. ministry. Yeah, prayer first and ministry. Yeah. So, what was your decision making like in terms of like, okay, how am I going to narrow this down in terms of the important uh, topics you wanted to cover this? Well, week? this is like you said. It, it, this could go a thousand different different directions, and I had it on my mind. I don't. I don't remember if I said this or not. Um, but I, I said it's not. This is not going to be about the structure of prayer this is not going to be about the um, you know the pers- about what personal prayer is like or mm-hmm. even about the patterns of Jesus going away by himself to mm-hmm. devote himself to prayer that's the, the gospels have a number of places where that that's there all fine places all could have gone great yeah. topics um, great topics or or even what we think is happening with prayer so yeah. how we process prayer how do we think about answered prayer mm-hmm. so a lot of the decision making was okay we could do that but this isn't what this is about we could do that but this isn't what this is about you know this is about when we looked at that our task, our task as preachers in this series that we're in, is to say what was the pattern of the early church. Mm-hmm. What was the pattern? Yeah, you know, and what we saw, especially the Acts two forty two, which we kind of, kind of finished up with this mm-hmm. past this past Sunday. It was there's the basic pattern right there, yeah. and so a fully a quarter of what what was said was was uh, was about prayer. And yeah, was, and so we need to talk about what what it is about praying together. Why is that such an important piece? And so that was it. So uh, really, at that point, it's just a matter of unpacking it. Yeah, yeah. Why is it that praying together was such an important, uh, repeated, 
constant conversation. And this is one of those situations I, for me, I, I really felt like the, the, the specific, um, congregation, the specific portion of the congregation that I was addressing was really in view for, for, for me, because I, you know, the, the, the greatest gathering of believers in, in the church is on, is on worship services. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to kind of unpack a little bit of how, on the one hand, our worship services are really driven by prayer, and and how often we don't think of it like that, you know. So I talked about the prayer of confession quite a bit, um, and I talked about the prayers of supplication, and I talked about some of the tools I, because I think even the job, and I, I, you're right in your message, you're saying uh, it, that churches, and I think our church is probably not not so unique. I think we're turning the tide, and I think we've had seasons where we've emphasized prayer more than others. But even the places where we do emphasize prayer sometimes get ignored by the wider congregation. And even You're right. we, we don't elevate yeah. the – I mean, it's like we have this list of names every week. Do people really understand the power that there is when we commit all together to praying through that list, mm -hmm. even if we don't know everybody? And and I was also I was also wanting to process the excuses that I, I hear. Yeah, you know, I, I I've heard, and I and actually had one one guy come up to me after the eight fifteen service when I uh, when I talked about the prayer of confession piece um, because he knows he's complained to me about the prayers of confession where he's like, well, I don't do that. I, didn't I do don't those. do that. That was great. That and was I, a great way of saying and that. And I, I said, well, George, I, I'm not going to say who he is. I almost said who it was. <laughs> but I said, actually, I do the same thing. You know, I've done, I have, I have found myself kind of editing what I'm going to confess. <laughs> and that's not the point. Yeah, it was great. Uh, to, to, to make the prayer of confession to be a, a, a community prayer where we all own the problems. Yeah. Uh, even if we don't commit the particular sins, we all own the sin. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And, and, but I think, and you see the classic service a bit more than I do. I, I don't want those times of confession or any of the communal prayer times to be throwaway times. And I think I, I, I worry sometimes it is for some people. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and I wanted to call people's attention to, at the very least – at the very least, and this is not enough, but at the very least, re-up your commitment to praying here. When you're, I mean, you're already here. Yeah. Be engaged. Give yourself to the moment. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Be engaged. And I loved how you talked about all of the different areas in the book of Acts that really, I mean, just, it's it's not, it's just, it's everywhere from Paul and Silas to the, we just talked about the, the calling of the deacons. I loved how you mentioned the, 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 um, the replacement for Judas. I mean, how ev there, we, we, but we skip over those we things, do, don't we? Don't we? Yeah. we go right to the decision yeah. and not how the decision was made. Yeah. And that, and that, and that, I think both of us were trying to do, do the same thing with that is that let's, let's, let's pause, slow down enough. To, to say that the reason why these things are happening, the reason why we see these greater works of God happening, the reason why we have those wow moments, to use Anne Lamott's you know, words and that you use, is because you know this happened as this is this is the other thing that that I, I mentioned it, um, but it, it you know it God chose this, this to be this way. Yes, this is the way that this is the way that God chooses for things. People are like why does it have to? Why do we got got, got to go? It's as if we're not surprising God. We're not communicating something to God that God doesn't already know. Why do we need to do this in order to, for God to release unleash His power into this world? And the answer is that God chose 
This is the way that God chose to, to reveal himself and to do his work yeah. through people again right. and again. Yeah. God's means is, you know, human beings are instrumental to yeah. God's God's purposes. And yeah. so God chooses that this is the way that it happens. And, and since God chooses to, for this to happen, we ought then to come come together to do these. Yeah. And we ought to be in I I love that. We ought to be we ought to be all in in the prayer moments in worship. We ought to be you know, all in. Yeah, neither one of us really spent a ton of time on the um the the count you know god doesn't need us to pray right like right. The, you know uh, i i have preached messages and i'm sure you have too where that has been a, a bulk there's been a theological unpacking but at the at the base level the reason we do that is because god has told us that's that's the way he's going to do things you know that he's going to use our prayers and and, and you can get you can try to do the theological gymnastics to to figure out well, if I didn't pray, would this still have happened? Well, if I didn't do this, or if 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 some, you know, it's 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 the old football argument, right? Eagles fans are praying for a win. Chiefs fans are praying yeah. for a win, right? It's like, yeah. it's like, I, is God in the yeah. middle of all that too? If I pray, uh, if I pray, the hurricane doesn't hit us and it hits someone else. Well, uh, how's that? Did my prayer? Or was, no. Am I the favorite child now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Yeah. But it, but it, but it, but it's it we don't that's not the point, right? I mean, God just says this is how I've chosen to relate and to do do yeah. the work. And and what I found interesting is going back to some of the Old Testament kind of patterns is there's this relational quality that God is always desired to have of its people. It shouldn't surprise us. God is personal. He's a personal God. He, he he ex- exists eternally from before the foundations of the earth were relayed. He existed in relationship, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And when he creates his people, he creates them to be in relationship. Mm. Relationship requires communication. Communication requires talking. Talking to God is prayer. So yeah, you, yeah, get, you get yeah, through yeah. all this for whatever reason. Um, and I think the, re- uh, you know, God just does did not create puppets. Yeah, He didn't create puppets. He created people to be in relationship with him. I think part of part of what we what I hope that we accomplish and was the, to remind us that that there is something that object that is objective that happens when we um, when we pray yeah when when we pray that you know God is glorified um, we are we are expressing solidarity with with all of the suffering of the world we are expressing solidarity with all the sin of the world as as well in our prayers of confession when we when we pray and um, things happen and yeah. and I, I I know for me part of it and I said I said this as much that I think there's this large view out there that that basically views prayer as as something not very significant. Yeah, I love that. I, I love how you there's spend nothing, some time in that. There's yeah. nothing. Nothing really happens when yeah. you pray. And there was a story. And I think it was out of Dallas Willard's Divine Conspiracy book, where uh, he tells a story about a missionary who comes. Now, this is editing room, editing room floor. I'll yeah. save it for another one. So when you hear it in a sermon, everybody acts surprised. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but he, uh, this this guy comes up and and this missionary is on furlough and they're speaking and there's some situation. He says, "What can what can we do for you?" And, and the missionary says, "Well, you could pray." And he goes, "Yeah, but what can we do for you?" Yeah, yeah but what what can we do for you? He kept pushing. Well, yeah, well, what can you do for you? And, and, and Dallas Willard's point was that the mission, that person's view of prayer was so incredibly low that it it, it would amount to nothing of consequence. Yeah. That the consequential things would be to send money or to send supplies or to send you know whatever people. Yeah. People. But the but but the the view is that no the 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 prayer itself 
is actually is effective. The, yeah. the, the prayers of the righteous are powerful James, and effective. That's what James said, right? Yeah. And, and I loved how you spent some time at the beginning to kind of do, and it was so timely given the the oh, the earthquake, the earthquakes, oh, and, and then all the shootings that we've had in in recent. And, and because there's this, and 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 I and I I appreciated your. Um, I could feel the frustration with the the cynical kind oh. of I could feel it because I feel you that feel too. It too. I, I and 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 borderline like angry. I, I want to snark back, you know. And, uh, um, but but how how incredibly um, arrogant is it for us to think that that prayer is not not just as effective, but more effective than anything we can do with our hands and our feet and our wallets, right? Yeah. And, and again, not that our hands and our feet and our wallets are not an expression of what God calls no, us to. No, we're we're going to get into that this Sunday, I think, a bit. But that if prayer is not at the heart of our activity, then we are missing a tremendous, yeah. the most tremendous source of power. And I, I loved how you spent yeah. some a good amount of time kind of honing in on that because I, I feel – and I don't know, maybe in Vine, more so than folks in Classic, they probably get kind of tapped with that cynical kind of framework a lot of times. Yeah, you know? no, I think it's out there. It's it's why it's it. I mean, when I saw that, I, when I saw that comedian, mm-hmm. you know, this being cynical about prayer, and and all the the crowd was responding positively to that. And I thought this is this is big. Yeah. This is a big view and understanding of, of prayer, and, and we need to speak against it. I mean, what, what else are we going to do? If we, I mean, it, it, can't, it can't be this way for us as, as Christians. And that's, I, I think in the end, what I want more than anything is for us to come together and not make prayer a, a, a little bit of salt and pepper on top of the entree. Mm. You know, to make it to where it is, the, it is one of the substantive pieces of why we're together. The prayer itself is the, is, it has, has, there's content to it. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 there will be there will be uh, things that happen that God will will choose to to do because of the prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I'm I'm cynical by nature, so I always have to internally <laughs> kind of combat that and just remind myself over and over again in the scripture and 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 not just in the scripture, but also in 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 and I'm sure you've experienced this. Uh, you know, in our own lives, in our own ministries, seeing prayer make a difference, and 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 being able to say, only God makes these 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 things happen, only God makes this 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 way uh, when there's no way, yeah. and God has chosen. We prayed about it. We 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 went after it, and and we went after it in prayer, and as a result, God does something, and that's. That's heavy. I mean, that's heavy. But also, look, we're, as you said, we're going to be starting a series in a couple of weeks on on this on 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 prayer itself. We're going to spend it'll be our Lenten series on on prayer. Um, and I do think that we should, as a people, um, and I think as an individual, I should expect as an individual, you should expect to see um, the God. powerful acting acting of God in in our lives and in this church and in this world. I think I, I fully expect to see that happening. Mm-hmm. Now, w- will the will it be an interesting and a bumpy ride at times? Will Will the enemy want to uh, sure. to take us down while we're while we're making great advances? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Fully expect that. So, what do yeah. we do about that? Well, we pray. You keep yeah. To, it's the same. You just go right back to the <laughs> yeah. mountain. You go back right Get back, back on our knees. Right. <laughs> that's right. And that's I think that's a I, I think that's a. a Again, something that we have to be 
committed to as, as many, I mean, and here's the thing, there are no limitations to a person praying. There's nobody that says, well, I can't pray. I don't have that. No, that's a good point. It's not, this is not one of those things where, you know, someone has the, you know, it's, you notice it's not one of the spiritual gifts, right? Pray. Right. I mean, faith is, everyone has a measure of faith. Some people are given an extra, uh, extraordinary measure of faith, but everybody is called to pray. Everybody has the ability to pray. Everybody has the, the, I'm going to say it. Everybody has the time to pray. Everybody has the exact same amount of time. Everybody has it. It's just, are we going to commit to doing it? And I think I, I do. I think a lot of people don't. Uh, they use all the the excuses. Well, I don't know how and all that. Really, it comes down to it. There's a level uh, of cynicism. I don't think this actually matters. I, I, gonna, mm, I don't think this actually mm. works. Well, I still want to go with that. I, I know we've got. I know we've got six weeks of this coming up ahead. So I, I can't wait for it. If <laughs> if this is interesting to you who are listening right now, get ready because there's six weeks of this coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so that's right on. Yeah. I think that that view. Um, if we can re- replace that view with something more faithful. Yeah. On what prayer is, God can for show. those for the cynics out there. I mean, for those yeah. listening, you got it down, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, but for the for the rest, and but even for those of us who have it down, we we lose sight of it absolutely easily, of course. Yeah. And so well, just to get that recentered yeah. and reminded, if it can happen in Asbury, Kentucky, it can happen in Polk County, Florida. Right. The Holy Spirit is palpable. Uh, that's right. God is not bound by any borders. He just says, "Come to me." Uh, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, John, uh, this, we're, we're one week away from being, from closing out this series. I think this has been a, uh, it's been a good series. It's been a, a strong series for us as a community. I think, um, you, I've seen people back in the building. Yeah. I haven't seen in a long time. Yep. Um, and, and again, the goal here is, is, was not just to bring people back in the building, but to remind people why being together is yeah. important and why you know gathering in smaller groups like you know the, in the chapel on Wednesday nights or, or in small groups, or small and, groups and, and Bible studies and, and why these are things are important. But uh, this week we're we're closing this out and then we move into dangerous prayers right. in our Lenten series. John, you're back in classic this week. Uh, no, I'm no, off. you're off this uh, week. Ed Diaz is in classic. Ed Diaz is closing out the series yep. this week. Uh, I'm back in Vine to close out the series, so it's going to be a fun time. And if anyone's missed any one of the sermons in this series, uh, you can head to our website, fpclakeland.org. Go to the worship page and the sermon archive tab where you can watch complete uh, services, both uh, Vine, our modern service, and our classic service. And uh, if you missed any one of our episodes of Armchair Preaching, uh, head on over to Google Play. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Subscribe at any one of those locations so you can be notified when a new episode drops. Like it, share it. Uh, you want to drop a comment to us, you can do that as well. We would appreciate it. And uh, and I know people are listening because I, I talked about Fig Newtons and tea last week, and I, <laughs> I got for Zach a snack of Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. When's the last time you've had a Fig Newton? This is going to be interesting because this is a different brand. It almost looks like an organic fig newton. Is that is that what that? I'm looking. That's what at? it looks like to me too. We're going to be. It's going to be interesting. This might be breakfast tomorrow. I think. There this you looks go. More like breakfast food to me than midday snack. But I we pre, I do appreciate that. And uh, John, thanks once again for hanging it's been out. Great to be here. And uh, we'll see everybody again.